Hello and welcome to Justice Losers, the most unqualified podcast talking entertainment, news, and reviews. I'm Rose Preston, joined as always by my delightful co-host. You think it disappoints your dad that you don't talk baseball with him? Probably. Batman. You can get over it. Yeah, who are you? I'm Batman. I said that in the middle of your whole spiel, but... Oh. You weren't paying attention. <laughs> Matt, what should people do? <laughs> people should like, people should subscribe, and people should tell their friends. Last one especially, that's important. Yeah. Um, doesn't even have to be about us. Just tell your friends something. Check in, see how they're doing. Yeah. So it's, it's a good thing to do. Yeah. I'm woefully terrible at it. But. Yeah. Look, sometimes your friends just really need you to reach out. Yeah. Sometimes it happens. Yep. Yep. Do and it. we need you to reach out and follow us yeah! on TikTok at Just Us Losers Pod. <laughs> Hurry up before they ban it. <laughs> yeah this is going to be our call to action for the next six months yep. while the congress spins its wheels and we want to hit nothing will ever 17 followers before they ban no. we have more than that already oh nice we have like 100 look at us yeah we're famous yeah it's awesome yeah uh wonder why what a what a news it's, two weeks this is, a, this is a good busy busy news couple of weeks yeah a lot of trailers we had star wars celebration mm-hmm. and i guess somehow that brings in all of the marvel like they released a bunch of Marvel stuff. Some Marvel stuff. Disney's just like, has, has everything, so. Yep. Uh, how also, do you, yeah. what do you want to start with? Um, Let's start with Barbie. All right, because that's Let's do that's like unrelated. the one-off ones. Yeah. Unrelated ones. All right. Barbie looks like so much fun. <laughs> this looks awesome. Uh, like, uh, did I see that Oppenheimer got delayed? No. There is a rumor that Oppenheimer is going to get delayed because it would be competing with Barbie right. on the opening weekend. The headline was, Oppenheimer is not being delayed to avoid competing with Barbie. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know if that was like, it's not being delayed at all, or it's a different reason for being delayed. Yeah. I'm like, that is a... It's an ambiguous headline right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, that is a little disappointing, but also, maybe we'll just make it a day of the movies. Oh, that'd be a beautiful double feature right there. <laughs> Start with just Oppenheimer like, and then end on Barbie. Satiric, irreverent toy story but live action and then nuclear apocalypse like because the thing is you look at that cast for which one well both (laughs) look we're talking about barbie look look at the cast of barbie and you know it's going to be such a funny movie oh yeah like i didn't really realize that i think i might actually be interested in that movie until the trailer came like Uh that trailer came out um i've been telling you since they announced this movie that you should be interested in it but well i don't believe you i never never believe you we never agree on anything not not once (laughs) Uh, and we'll get into this but we had the exact same thought process watching the ahsoka trailer (laughs) (laughs) like i think it was the exact same moment in the teaser too (laughs) yeah we'll talk about that yep anyway uh uh, barbie so it looks like so much fun it's yeah I kind of feel like I need to watch. Kaylin has. Kaylin loves the Barbie movies. Okay. She has like six of the DVDs sitting at our house. I wasn't aware that was a thing, but yes, there's a lot of like me. actual Barbie movies. Okay. Uh, I kind of feel like I need to watch it because there seems like they're gonna. They have to make jokes specifically Surely. about that world. There will be some. There will be some. At, at the very least, some nice deep cut Easter eggs that'll yeah. be definitely worth the time it takes to watch all those movies yeah. for sure. That's going to make Kaylin so happy when I just like walk and be like, hey, you want to watch a Barbie movie? And she's just, she will squeal like I've never heard her squeal. She's going to be like, ah, wait, what did you mess up? <laughs> <laughs> what did you pray? <laughs> I wonder how they're going to get around the fact that everyone's named Barbie and everyone's named Ken. And also, like, I'm wondering, 
I wonder what the story actually is. Yeah, so it looks like mostly everything we got in this is set in the little Barbie land that's partitioned yeah. off by a heart. And so this is, I, I it kind of feels like it could end up being a Lego movie kind of situation mm. or a Toy Story kind of situation where it's like it's a little, there's a little self-contained toy world and then they can break out into the real world and they go on a big adventure to break out to the real world. Mm-hmm. Watch I, it be like a really like horrifying plot twist about like, kind of like doll maker with dc like mm. these are all like slaves of yeah. will ferrell's character and like <laughs> <laughs> they find out later on that they're all like plastic surgery beyond belief mm. that'd be fun there's no way they would do that i don't think they'll go that far they they probably do want to make it kid accessible enough yeah because i i mean i'm not gonna stereotype mothers out here but a decent percentage are going to see oh barbie movie i can send my my eight-year-old yeah. girls to that and just not even care just yep. like get out of my house and get i'm gonna beat you <laughs> off <laughs> uh which that joke works on grown-up lair that work joke works up on, on out on kids lair yeah i feel like that's pushing that line of not going over kids heads i feel like it's gonna be they're gonna be like what does that mean and ask no, because because the beat you it, off comes out as beat you off. No, because it's, the, it's on a beach. And if you don't have that phrase in your vocabulary anyway, you're not going to pick up. on That's that. true. Yeah. All right. It'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. No. Ryan Gosling looks like he's having fun. Margot Robbie looks like she's having fun. Simu Liu looks, looks like he's fun. having fun. Those yeah. are the only ones that I can think of. I saw the list. Did I see Angelina Jolie in that list? Probably. I didn't look. Man, I, I wanted to pause on that. <laughs> I, I know. Those. I saw your finger like <laughs> quivering. <laughs> uh, yeah, Barbie. Yeah, um, looks like a fun time. What else? One of the other one-offs. Um, Let's talk about DC. Penguin teaser. Or Penguin, Penguin in production teaser. In production teaser with a good like 30, 45 seconds of actual in-show footage. Yeah. Set after the movie. I think mm-hmm. I'm... So, I, what I've said before my theory about where this is going to be going is it's going to be following the no man's land style of story Mm -hmm. where no man's land is basically this giant earthquake destroys a big chunk of gotham and Mm -hmm. all the criminals like take that chance to divide it up not like they like fight over Mm -hmm. gotham ground and stuff like that and this is probably going to be the that's the starting of that like the first Mm -hmm. shot that we see is the flooded gotham so right it's clearly set right after the right movie i thought that the those first three shots were actually from the movie but oh weren't they i think so the the iconic one of him standing in the window bathed in the sunrise that one's from the movie oh okay well so they're setting that they're I using mean, yeah. that to they're yeah using that. it as a framing device yeah. so yeah so i think that's gonna be that's gonna kind of be the setup or the build up to what batman 2 is probably gonna be Mm-hmm. But on like the penguin side, Batman will Batman two will probably start like it's like the heat of everything has gone like they're all fighting. Mm-hmm. But this is the there's a man with clay for a face running around for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be kind of cool if we do get Clayface a little bit. It's just a guy who fell into a mud puddle during the floods and like <laughs> got mud powers. <laughs> uh, I got mud powers. <laughs> I'm mud man. Nah, I don't really like that. Uh, no, I'm excited. He looks like he's having a lot of fun with it. Yeah, no, the just the shoots and then that little chuckle. Yep. And then the little go back for a little more chuckle. Yep. That's good. That's good. It felt like the same character, but like sort of he's he's coming out of his shell. He's he's confident. This is something that 
thinking back way, I want to reread it because clearly it had a impact on me. The Penguin Pain and Prejudice mm. uh, miniseries. Mm-hmm. I remember talking about how it's really fascinating that what it does is it basically takes the monolith of Batman out of the story of Penguin mm-hmm. and makes Penguin the towering being. Mm-hmm. And that indirectly makes Batman so much more terrifying. Yeah. Cause like the entire thing is like, it's following Penguin and how he's handling like his mob stuff and mm-hmm. everyone's terrified of him. Yeah. But then the moment Batman shows up, everyone just flees. Like they like ignore Penguin's orders because mm-hmm. Batman's so much more scary. Yeah. And I'm excited about seeing that so early in the Matt Reeves universe. It, like, yes. Filling in the guts of, the Gotham operations. Mm-hmm. It's not just from Bruce Wayne's perspective. You like, we're now getting the bat. We're not getting a bunch of Batman movies. And then later on getting like the lower street level. We got a right. Batman movie, yep. which is like early Batman. So it's not even just yeah. this like big towering Batman. No, it's it, yeah. Batman who is still getting fought against the, in uh Gotham PD. Yeah. But then so early on, we're getting the Gotham PD show. Yep. We're getting Penguin. Yep. Is there a Catwoman confirmed uh, I don't thing? Really think it was confirmed. We've talked about I think it. I just want it to happen. That'd be cool. <laughs> but yeah, I'm excited about this. I, yep. I'm very excited about his whole, all of the things he's doing. Yeah, no, this looks fantastic. I'm, I'm still having a little trouble getting over Christina Milotti as a villain, but. Who is she? Uh, the mother from How I Met Your Mother. Oh, yeah, she's playing uh, Sophia Falcone. Oh. We get like two sh- second shots of her in the trailer. I, how did I not? She had like weird stringy bangs and was sipping a martini. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it's going to be weird because she's in everything she's ever been in. She's a likable protagonist. Yeah. So that'll be interesting. Fun little role reversal there. Yep. What was the other thing I was going to say with that? It was useful. It was an interesting contribution. No, I don't remember what it is. Uh, oh, I was going to say, uh, this. I'm getting some real strong Sopranos vibes, and that is absolutely a good thing. Yes. I still need to watch that show. It's a good show. Yeah. Um, Blue Beetle. Blue Beetle. He looks so good. Go ahead. So by it looks so good, I mean his suit looks so good for being so comic accurate. They could have done so much to strip away comic booky stuff and like sure. try to make it look more realistic, mm-hmm. but it does look like the comic suit and also still looks like it works. That's impressive to me. Yeah, I think I think I do think the suit looks great. I do really like the um, the the heads up display mm-hmm. style because it's so not what you would expect. Like it's not what you get from like Iron Man right. and like anyone else that has like. A, a visor with a heads up display usually those are so like angular and like clean and yeah. like one color and stuff but this is like it's an alien so it makes sense that it's all like wacky and yeah not what a very, human would make very different sensory perceptions yeah. yeah and so i like that a lot um is it how do you pronounce his first name uh, x-o-l-o i don't know how probably holo 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 Oh man, I practiced it in my head so many times because I need to get his name down. I completely forgot his last name now. George Lopez? No. Holos. <laughs> <laughs> uh, holo. 
Oh, come on. It autocorrected to Coca-Cola. Nice. <laughs> Product placement in your Google searches. Maridueña. 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 He looks like he's a really good choice for Jaime Reyes. Uh, yeah? I... Looking at it from the comic perspective, this is exactly what they needed to do for the first Blue Beetle movie. I don't know if he's they if they expect him to be in anything else, but like I don't think they do. This the is, first yeah. appearance of him need needs to be immediately comparing him to the legacy of Ted Cord. Mm-hmm. Um, and even though it's not Ted Cord, the villain Carapax is mm-hmm. actually the villain of the very first blue beetle that from like carlton comics oh wow okay so it's like it's going like he's going against the cord like he'll be dealing with cord industries and fighting a villain from an even older blue beetle which mm-hmm. they may make carapax like a well, villain sure. of ted cord because they have the beetle like the blue beetle ship shown in there which uh-huh. means ted cord did exist in this universe as blue beetle mm-hmm. and so i'm i'm really curious if it's going to be something where like in the past, Ted Cord was a superhero doing some things, maybe like only like minor level, mm-hmm. and then he gets the the scarab attached to him, and then someone calls him Blue Beetle because Blue Beetle had existed, and that's how he starts getting called Blue Beetle. Ah, could be. um, so that would that's how I see that making sense, unless Ted Cord wasn't Blue Beetle and just has like a ship or something, mm-hmm. which I'm eh. sure, <laughs> but. Yeah, no, I mean, the the fact that he doesn't control... It, all of the things that they have said about the Scarab mm-hmm. so far are comic book accurate. Nice. And so Good. that's 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 what I'm excited about this is they're like, look, we can make a comic booky thing mm-hmm. and not make it awful. Yeah. Hopefully it won't be awful. Yeah. I mean, the past decade of DC movies has been uh, uneven, shall we say? Yeah. Um, but the one thing that I'll give them major props for is they have never strayed away from, or shied away from comic bookiness. Yep. Man of Steel was fairly grounded. That's about it. Mm-hmm. Fairly grounded as far as a alien invasion. And also man in a blue suit flies at supersonic seeds <laughs> yep. and punches buildings over. As grounded as that can be. Yeah. But aside from that. <laughs> um, so what are your thoughts so I, I did enjoy this trailer. I do think I can see this movie being good, but this very much feels like the trailer of a highly variable movie. Okay. I could see this being a trailer for a really solid kind of Shazam level comic book movie where it, it does a lot of things right and it's got some heart and it, um, you know, it hits the right beats and follows the classic story really well. Mm-hmm. Um, I could see it being the trailer for a uh, don't have a great point of comparison but something a lot worse where it's just it's a bland plot there's not a lot to it mm-hmm. um comes across very superficial so i i just i don't know at this point i do worry that there's going to be a lot of elements like a lot of exposition and just a mm-hmm. lot of things for people to get like hold on to yeah like because it's an alien creature right and so you could simplify it a lot that it's just like you could it's it's an alien device designed to destroy worlds that protects its owner belonging to an entire alien species. Mm-hmm. Who's the bad guy in that can get really complicated because if it's a bad guy of another alien species that's in fighting with that, like the blue scarabs, right. then you get a lot of complicated, like geopolitical, but like extra geopolitical 
astro-political. things astropolitical that you have to explain that we lose you start losing the audience because it's yep. not real world things right and so they could do it halfway and then get you can kind of get a dark phoenix situation where it's like okay they said they were going to go to space but like why are actually aliens yeah. in this watching the movie or they could do it really well or like keep it as earth as possible where it's like yeah this thing just came from space fell out of the sky one day fell out of the sky and now Golly. it's your problem yep. the bad guy just hates cord industries and yep. like maybe it's just like that's what's the um what's it called the 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 object that the movie is centered around that everyone wants what's that called uh it is often incorrectly called a macguffin okay but that's not actually what a macguffin, what's a MacGuffin? Is. Um, a MacGuffin is an object that sort of it attracts a lot of attention and incites the plot of a movie, but by the end has become ultimately irrelevant. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so it is not a MacGuffin, is it? It is. It's the thing that people commonly refer to, and you people will understand you if you say MacGuffin. Gotcha. But it is technically not. So, so I, th- I think so that's there. the direction they're going to go. Uh, yeah, it seems like it. That'd be the simple solution. Yep. Always got to have the family thing. Yep. Every Latino, everything with a Latino main character is always about family, and I'm down for it. Sure. I love me a good, healthy family. Yeah. Big it's fan awesome. of that. Yeah, that was one of the big selling points of Shazam was, um, you know, I mean, aside from the fun superhero stuff, it had like a, a good kind of warm-hearted, yeah. family-centric message yeah. in the middle there. That's what I really like about Miles Morales' stories. All of yes. his things are his yeah. good family. That'd be a perfect segue, except we've got some other stuff to talk about, too. Do we? uh well related to the hbo discovery stuff right oh yeah um uh oh there's some news there too is we're get, we're losing hbo max and it's just gonna be max because yep. nobody wanted to watch discovery plus yep no one bought into it so they're like all right we're just gonna put it together and it's like yeah and it has a discovery plus subscription <laughs> well she's <laughs> you have a max subscription so yep. <laughs> you'll have it still yep uh save you some money it is they are moving prices up though Although they're not, uh, so I've been looking into that and like what Netflix is doing overseas as well. They haven't done in America yet, but like the subscription level use of like you have also affects the resolution. So like huh. right now it's fourteen ninety nine mm-hmm. for 4k stuff. Right. But when they uh, roll out max, it'll be 1080p like mm-hmm. high definition but not 4K. Right. You have to pay, I think it's like twenty four ninety nine okay. for that 4K. And also like how many you can download versus just like stream, sure. uh, which that's fine. Yeah, that makes um, sense. But, it, uh, but Netflix, like the basic one with no ads is 720p. YouTube is better than that. That feels ridiculous mm. to have something be seven. Like 720p is so much outdated now. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Makes me mad. Anyway, yeah, so HBO Max is just becoming Max. Sure is. <laughs> yep. Uh, look, that's what I, I, again, what did I say at the very beginning of the streaming boom? What three services are going to be the ones that survive? Uh, HBO, Netflix, Disney? Yeah. And that's, it is continuously what is happening. Yeah. Um, Peacock's going to go down soon. I know it. Yep. Uh um, hulu Paramount and disney plus, plus is gonna are go just down. gonna merge yeah hulu and disney plus are gonna merge yeah i see um paramount plus being the next to go because really the only reason anyone wa- has it is to watch uh yellowstone yellow well i was gonna say maverick but oh. <laughs> <laughs> um they're not gonna they don't have enough people to survive so they'll probably go back to selling things to netflix 
Yeah. I think Netflix is going to have a comeback. I mean, it didn't really go away. It's been losing some subscribers, but like, it's they're going to have a comeback. They're going to start getting all the Paramount and Peacock and who else? Uh, I think CBS Access. Is that a that thing is. or is that news or sports? I think that's I think that's news sports okay. stuff because uh, Paramount Plus, I think, does CBS properties. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. Uh, so we have what else on HBO? Uh, so we had the tr- new season of True Detective trailer, yep. uh, Night Country, not is that? Nighty Country, Yahoo News. That's a embarrassing typo. Oof. Subheader there. Yahoo. Are the other seasons named like that, or is it just season one, season two, season three? I think they're just season one, season two, season three. So why is this one special? Because it's got Jodie Foster in That's it. That's kind of what I was thinking. <laughs> Which, I don't know why that would make it special. I mean, she's a good actress, but I don't think she's more prominent than Woody Harrelson or Matthew McConaughey or Colin Farrell or um, Mahershala Ali. Mahershala Ali. I was blinking on the female lead. Uh, oh. Rachel McAdams from season two. So I don't know. Uh, you haven't seen any true detective stuff. Have oh. you? The first season is astoundingly good. Okay. Just absolutely incredible. Um, the second season kind of feels like the second season of the wire in the sense that it's also really good, but it really takes you off guard after the first season. Okay. Cause it's very different. Okay. Um, this is, it is an anthology. So, show. Right. so each season is set a different place, different characters, uh, different contexts, no overlap. Knowing that it's very, very different. Would that help with my appreciation of the second season? Probably. Um, yeah, cause it's, it's a, it's just, it's a very jarring shift. I think it is lower quality. Okay. Um, but it's a really high bar to clear that first season, just utterly incredible. Okay. Some of the best TV out there. Um, I haven't seen the third season yet to my great regret. Uh, just this trailer reminding me that, that, that show exists and that I have an HBO subscription at the moment. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, has bumped that high up my priority list because gotcha. I really like Mahershala Ali and I really like the show. Okay. So, um, yeah, so this one they go to Alaska and do some murders there. I'm getting some Fargo vibes. Yeah, Fargo. Um, did you ever see Insomnia? Nope. It's a, actually a Christopher Nolan movie oh. from like 2002 with uh, Al Pacino and Robin Williams. Hmm. Um, yeah, it's sort of the same premise but backwards. Detective travels to alaska to investigate a murder but it's in the summer so the sun gotcha. never sets and so he can't sleep hence the title oh gotcha yeah that one's really good uh, it's a remake of a danish movie i think but um I danish, seen the, the danish have good movies they they do the good crime thrillers yeah yeah i know which movie you're talking about in particular yeah the hunt go see the hunt yes go see the hunt um, i don't even know if you can watch it anywhere i'm sure you can Go buy a DVD at your local family video. Yeah, because that'll be there. <laughs> the Hunt, not the 2020 movie. That's what's really annoying. Movies with the same titles. Yep. Yep. And also I hear that movie's not very good. So I'm like, yeah, The Hunt is one of my favorite movies. And they're like, really? Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. No, not that one. Yes, it's a Danish see, movie. Go see The Hunt from 2010 with Mads Mikkelsen. 2012. 2012. You were close. I knew that. I'm embarrassed. What was I saying? Uh, you can rent it for full price. Okay. Uh, oh, no, it's buy. You can rent it for $4 on Amazon Prime. That's good. Okay. Do that. Yeah. $4. Very good $4 well spent. Yes. Uh, make sure you have at least 30 minutes to an hour after the length of the movie to piece yourself back together. <laughs> yeah, that's a good way to put it. Um, 
Or you can start a seven-day free trial of Magnolia Selects. I hadn't heard of that one. I've never heard of it before. <laughs> cool. So do it, because no one... You'll never need it again, so take that seven-day free trial. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, no, anyway. Uh, True Detective Night Country. Maybe it overlaps with 30 Days of Night. Maybe that's the crossover event we never knew we needed. <laughs> That'd be pretty awesome. Jodie Foster's a vampire confirmed. Nice. Did we get anything else trailer-wise out of that whole... I mean, we uh, did, but nothing that we watched. Nothing that's relevant to our particular sphere. Yeah. Um, now for the Disney things. No, we still got announcements from the HBO stuff. We do? Yeah. Oh, no. I'm about to ruin your whole day. I probably know about it, but maybe I repressed it. Is it bad? Harry Potter TV show. Oh, damn it. Ten seasons. Oh, my God. Okay. All right. Or let's, not ten seasons. Let's, ten years. Let's. Ten? Ten years, seven seasons. Oh, okay. J.K. Rowling producing. Uh, So, all right. Let's. Sorry, there's a rug caught under my chair. I thought he was giving himself some backup room so he could rant loudly enough. First of all, don't watch it. I don't just don't like this is I I'm going to I'm going to say this. I'm I if you watch it, you're transphobe. That's I'm just going to say it like I'm going to watch it. The fact just despite you, the fact that it is actively being produced by her. Like they are attaching her name to it. Yep. Like even if they, if you do Harry Potter and then just like completely ignore her, like that's one thing, but like having her name attached to the best, given how badly she's destroyed all the properties. And they just attached a writer that I think is, uh, is transgender to try to like mitigate that. It's so stupid. Mm. Like it's such a, if you really cared about that, you would not be paying her. Like, HBO has so many more properties. If they I, really cared about it and didn't want to attach her, I don't know if she'd let them make the show. Yeah, Which don't they make shouldn't, it then. they shouldn't make in the first place also, because, like, who needs it? Also, you heard about the soundtrack, right? What? They're keeping the soundtrack. They're keeping the John Williams music. Oh. It's just going to be the same. So, okay. So, I'm going to say something that I watched Jay Stoops, who I've talked about as a TikTok uh, it, creator she's it can't amazing be that they're just going to reuse the music i think they, they can are. reuse the musical material but there, there's no way that any director or editor worth their salt is just going to reuse the existing soundtrack i think that's what they're doing i would be really shocked if that's the case so here's here's the thing uh so i'm gonna use the examples that jay stoops used because she used really good ones you look at batman and really only one movie has done the origin story of batman in the past 20 years, 30 years that we've had Batman movies, like the beginning of Batman, pretty much every other one has been like Batman just exists. So like Michael Keaton, Batman's been around. Batman begins is the only one that's like, it's the very beginning of him being Batman. We've seen his parents get killed eight times, nine times in cinematic history. Now sure, that's different, but like the beginning of him, the reason, uh, amazing spite. One of the reasons amazing Spider-Man was poorly received is because they did his origin story again. Right. In such a short time span. Right. Doing the same story in very in a very quick turnaround reboot is the worst thing you can do. Rebooting and recasting and stuff like that, but telling a new story, that's what that so many things yeah. do that with existing characters. Yeah. Or with existing stuff. Mostly in comics, mostly Batman. Yep. And those work. Like, there's been very few bad Batman movies. Some are mediocre, some are eh, but like a lot of them are good. On balance, yeah. Yeah. 
Christopher um, Nolan really helped that equation. Yes, he did. That equation, but um, but just the Harry Potter movies are fine. They're good. Yeah. Like apparently, one of the reasons for doing this is because, like, they want to appeal to a younger audience. There is nothing about those movies that are not appealing to the younger audience. And if you're worried about, like, the darkness of the later movies, that's the point of those books. Increase the brightness settings on your TV. (laughs) The books are dark. Yeah. So, like, if you're, what are you going to do with the later books of the show if you're trying to, like, make it lighter? Like, oh, Voldemort's a silly little goober. Like, no, he kills people. He straight up murders people. I, I don't think that's what they intend by uh, making it accessible to a, a new generation. I think it's it's much more about just, you know, these movies exist. And people who are already fans or people who have parents who are already fans will seek those movies out. But creating something new and putting it out there and getting the, the whole cultural zeitgeist talking about it at the same time has a kind of impact that just, you know, some parents saying, hey. Guess what? We're going to watch a Harry Potter movie today. Don't watch the show. That being said, yeah, we don't need this show. This is way too quick a turnaround on a readaptation of something that already has a successful adaptation. And that's even setting aside the behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. Yes. There's the whole thing of like, oh, we don't need it, blah, 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 which like we can argue that, but no one, it's not going to convince anyone. Yeah. My main thing is she is a massive transphobe and every dollar that you don't pay the thing but like watching it is basically giving them money and she literally directly pays anti-gay and anti-trans organizations she is an awful person and if you watch this show you are complicit with that awful person and i will judge you for that cool yeah that that's that's that that's my stance i will not be backing down from this all right i am very firmly planted in that I will judge you if you watch that show. Do you think that there's anything that will come out in the future in any studio with any people that doesn't have someone terrible that'll get money out of it? No, but the thing is, it's knowing it versus not knowing it. Ah, ignorance is bliss, I see. Well, it's not really necessarily ignorance is bliss. It's look at the good place. You've seen the entire show, right? Mm -hmm. That's kind of that point. We don't yeah. know how much of our money is going to awful places, it's but true. if you can identify where your money is going to awful places, find alternative things. All like right. if you know that you're buying, like I, I don't buy Tyson stuff because Tyson is awful to their animals. Like mm-hmm. I'm not a vegan or a vegetarian because yeah. I know that there are some good agriculture. Also mm-hmm. agriculture is generally bad for the environment. But like if I find out that there is generally genuine ethic issues, I find alternatives to it. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm if there's an organization that I have been paying and I find out that the owner like the people who benefit the most from it are massive racists and are funding like mm-hmm. uh, like thin blue line or like uh, maybe like a uh, uh, a property organization that funds a defund the police in Norman uh, <laughs> in order to out Congress people because of other reasons. I'm gonna flip them off every time I drive past them on the interstate. <laughs> I'm impressed by both your commitment to that particular brand of anger and also that absolute House of Cards level maneuver. <laughs> <laughs> Scummy is all get out, but uh, it was very impressive. It was very smart. Yeah, evil smart. Yeah, but yeah, don't watch Harry Potter or don't watch the new Harry Potter show. And I, frankly judge all of the people that are on that on the production team 
Like the the top people. Mm-hmm. We've talked about that. Like yeah. the people who get a lot of money for like doing it, like the directors and stuff like that, they can make a stand about it. Yep. PA number 47 on one episode doesn't deserve the hate. Because they're nope. probably they're people like our friends right. who are in the film industry that are just trying to get paid. Yeah. So like fine. They, Only important people matter. It's the important people that I can judge. And I will. Alright. Cool. Isn't Helen Mirren in it? I don't think they've announced anything yet. I'm pretty sure they have. I don't... I mean, they haven't even written scripts yet. <laughs> they've announced the the cast of the main three, at least. No, they haven't. I'm pretty sure they have. Hang on. I will bet you a nickel they haven't. I think you're right. Yeah. I know. I'll give you a nickel whenever I happen to come in ownership of a nickel. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. <laughs> the, the number of times I have held coins is very small. Uh, anyway, yep, don't watch that show. That's where I stand. I will judge you if you do. Um, I'm saying, and I will, I don't think I've had that full conversation with Kaylin yet. Because <laughs> she mm. is an enormous Harry Potter fan. Yeah, I be. think she does, she's also like, no, I'm not going to support anything else that comes out. But okay. like, like, she actually, she has a series of the books, like a collection of the books that she mm-hmm. hasn't even opened yet. And she's like, this is what I'm banking on for the rest of my life. Like, these are the books that I will <laughs> read. And like, we both, we all agree that like the movies are already out. You, I mean, as long as you don't go buy the discs that continues to go to her, but like, mm-hmm. you know, if you've got the books or got the movies on DVD, watch it. Boycotting. That's not going to do anything. It's like the people the uh, so like Budweiser did a, uh, like a pride thing mm, mm-hmm. and like they see like all these videos of like these rednecks being like i'm going to miller and they like dump the budweiser mm. that they've already bought it's like okay and also miller's owned by anheuser-busch as yep. well so <laughs> <laughs> all right for Thanks some for... for some better news for a show you can watch uh night of the seven kingdoms the hedge knight based on the duncan egg novellas does he have good read. hedges? Is he a landscaper? Yeah. Nice. Apparently. Who's this? Dunk. An egg. Sir Duncan the Tall and uh, young Aegon. Not that one. Oh. Oh, that is real. Yeah. I saw like I saw like the thing come up and I'm like, oh, like a fan thing. No, it's a real thing. Oh. You're gonna do it. Nice. HBO. Is it a show? Yeah. Is it miniseries? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if they know. <laughs> Fair They're enough. doing something. <laughs> See how long that lasts. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. How many others? Isn't there supposed to be a John John Snow show? Or a movie? At some point. Eventually. Yeah, I don't think that's happening either. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. I need to read those. I don't know if I should be excited or not, but so far the Game of Thrones universe has a, a decent batting average. Yeah. They had like four and a half good seasons of Game of Thrones and one good season of House, one of, good season of, House of Dragon. So that is... At least a 500. It's, uh, yeah. Yep. Comfortably above. It's like 650. Mm-hmm. What else? Uh, I think Wait. that's it for the HBO Discovery stuff. Time for Disney? Time for Disney. Alrighty. Marvels. The Marvels. Looks fun. I mean, I, yeah, I'm honestly on board. Yeah. Sort of. As much as I'm on board for anything yeah. Marvel at this point. Uh, this is going to be the first real test on do I have to have seen the mo- the shows? Because mm-hmm. there are two shows that this is following. Yep. And so we'll see. 
Yeah, I don't have a lot of interest in watching Ms. Marvel. Nope, me either. But um, I don't really want to go back and rewatch WandaVision to get the Monica Rambeau parts. Yeah, she gets superpowers. That's all you need to know. Okay. It's cool. It's good. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I mean, fun space stuff. The um, This is also, I'm a, I'm a little worried. This is definitely very much a canvas for the same problem as Ant-Man, mm-hmm. where it's very comic booky to just... They explain yeah. things with comic books and like quantum use, entanglement. Yeah, like whatever multiverse. The multiverse does it. Yep. I don't yeah. like it. Yeah, this is of course the worry. But I mean, looks like the the core thing could be just fine. But mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's tough to get more excited than just baseline. Like, yeah, all right, okay, for yep. a Marvel thing at this point. They're they're yeah. they've run out of leash where my excitement is concerned. Except for Secret Invasion. I that's not Ooh, gonna be an espionage show. Not even slightly. There's gonna be explosions. There's so many explosions. Oh, it's gonna be so good. I saw the first explosion, I'm like, that's not very espionage And then I saw the second explosion, I'm like, this isn't an espionage show. And then I thought I saw the third explosion, I'm like, not even close. And then I saw the fourth explosion, and I'm like, why would they even say it's an espionage show? Uh, Definitely thriller. That's yeah, yeah. That's, say that. That's more appropriate. Yeah. yeah, it's just not espionage because espionage doesn't have explosions. It may have one explosion if something goes real bad, mm-hmm. but like literally good espionage, a gunshot is a bad sign. <laughs> Think Tinker Taylor. Yeah, literally, it's all that entire thing is based on. Shots were fired. Things went way wrong. Yep. How did it go way wrong? Yeah, let's uh, let's read through a bunch of folders and figure yeah. out, how, uh, figure There's out what There's so went many wrong. chapters of just him reading through <laughs> folders and looking at pictures, and and somehow it's unputdownable. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, people don't know who you are. They have, I guess. Do scrolls have the that? Can he do that arm thing? Is that guy a scroll? I don't... Uh, Is he not a scroll? I mean, they're, they're shapeshifters, so presumably he could shapeshift into, like, a... a tree. Tree <laughs> a man. Groot. Or a hentai monster or <laughs> something. I am Lovecraft. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I, I'll probably watch it. I think it looks fun. I'm very into the Samuel Jackson with the more filled out beard that's kind of a little bit of a square shape. I'm really digging that. It's mm-hmm. pretty nice. Um, I love Olivia Coleman in yep. everything I've ever seen her in. Uh, so I'm it's really excited to, watch to see crown. her play M. I do need to watch the crown. Yeah. I need to finish the recent season. Yep. I like Amelia Clark. Yeah. No, it just, it looks like a fun time. Yep. We'll, we'll see if it actually is anything, but I really enjoyed Falcon and winter soldier. And this kind of seems like the same vibe. Yeah. So I'm, um, I'm into it. Yep. Looks good. Those are the only Marvel ones. Uh, guardians three, guardians not, three, not related to the uh, but trailer. It, uh, it's a trailer, but it's all the same footage. Yep. Anything else? uh indiana jones and the dial of destiny yeah, new trailer there yep um definitely time travel been calling it all along yep but do you think she might be the the launching point for the future of the, maybe this this world the indiana jones world it could be uh the phoebe waller bridge character yeah because it seems because so far it seems like she has her own history mm-hmm. of doing this stuff yeah which is kind of what how Indy started like he had years of doing this stuff he was a very experienced treasure hunter mm-hmm. and so I like that instead of it being Shia LaBeouf who like ha- doesn't know anything about what he's doing because that's what mm-hmm. makes it exciting it's someone who knows what they're doing yeah also you don't have the tr- problematic Shia LaBeouf <laughs> true <laughs> but she's also super fun 
She seems yeah. There was a rumor at some point that they greatly reduced her role because um they didn't like that character and what was being done with it. Oh, um, I don't know how much it, that is legit. I mean, she's in half the shots of the trailer, so yeah. F- what is greatly reduced? <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, the de aging looks fine. Yeah, de aging looks pretty good, especially for trailer stuff and yeah. especially for a character that was iconic at that age. Yeah, that's quite impressive. Yep. No, it looks like a good fun time. There's a, a what was the thing that I was going to remark on that I really liked? Oh, just the the him sitting on the subway and seeing the girl next to him in the astronaut helmet. Mm-hmm. Just him kind of looking over. Um, that was that felt like a classic Indiana Jones moment. Mm. Just that and the, the clearing the room with the whip that wasn't in this trailer, but clear the room with the whip and then they all whip out their guns and he ducks under the table. Yeah, it really feels like there's that classic indie, indie sensibility mm-hmm. with this one, but it's also going to be sort of a you know, a love letter to him, a great send off for the character. He's definitely dead at the end. Yeah. I mean, I mean, he's said almost as much in interviews. I, uh, that subway scene where they're like cosplaying around him. It seemed like a lot of different. Definitely. That was a thing like in that. the 1950s. Cosplay was, I'm sure. Cause also like that look, I kind of read more. That's just like Harrison Ford in life now. Cause he's like, <laughs> Because now he's going to be in Marvel stuff, and he's been in. He's like he's was in Star Wars, mm-hmm. and so he's like constantly surrounded by these like hyper fans of the things he's in, but he's not that into the uh, things yeah. he's in. Yeah, you so could just like always. He's always felt out of place in every every like convention he's ever done. Yeah, I could I could see that being a layer of it, but I think it's more of just like stinky pete in toy story 2 then the rocket went up and everyone wanted to play with space toys mm. it's sort of like the the past is obsolete yeah kind of thing that's a, yeah. i think that's i think that was the sensibility and i think that did feel like the gotcha indiana jonesness of it yeah all right um, but yeah yeah no uh oh, that's a time thing everyone's worried everyone's now excited about the future and he's all about the past mm-hmm time travel hey there we go we got some themes with the capital themes. t should be good. Yep. Um, yeah, no. Uh, James Mangold is, I think, the exact right director for this. Mads Mickelson looks like Mads Mickelson. Looks like Mads Mickelson. I'm a fan of. I'm a fan of Mads Mickelson. Oh yeah. Uh, got Boyd Holbrook with a scary mustache and on a horse. Yep. So that's fun. Always like that. John Reese Davies is back. John Reese Davies is back. Toby Jones shoots Indy in the shoulder. Yeah. Looks like a good time. Yep. What else? There's the Star Wars ones. Yep. There are. The Star Wars ones, Star Wars one. There was a Star Wars Visions trailer also that we didn't about watch. Looked fun, but I haven't seen the first season. Yeah, neither. Um, Ahsoka, Ahsoka. We need to watch Rebels. Well, I'll get to it next week. Okay. <laughs> oh, have you started watching Rebels? Yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> I I am I am a couple more conversations away from convincing Kalen to watch Clone Wars. <gasps> um. Cool. So. I will be watching Clone Wars and then I'll do Rebels because Rebels is after three. So it'd be like Clone Wars three Rebels. But yeah, that's a whole lot of people. And it's literally like so one of the shots in uh, the Ahsoka trailer is literally the last shot of the Rebels show. Mm -hmm. So it's going to like pick up right after Rebels. So it's you're going to need to watch Rebels. (laughs) Um, Oh, yeah. The Star other Star Wars things, the announcements. Mm -hmm. Uh, Anything else you want to say about Ahsoka? I love Rosario Dawson. I'll talk about that more next week too. Yeah, no, great. Uh, <laughs> looks fun. Looks looks real fun. I 
am not as down on Star Wars generally as I am on Marvel stuff. Yep. I am not, I, like, jumping out of my pants excited, but... I am generally 80% excited about things that Dave Filoni is involved. Mm. Anything that he's not involved with Star Wars, I'm like, eh. But so like, Andor? If it's, huh? So Andor? Oh, shit, really? Okay. Yeah, that was just Tony Gilroy doing his thing. Yeah. I also, like... I don't know. I think when Andor was announced, I wasn't very excited about it, but like yeah. I got excited as things came out. And then when I watched it, I melted in my pants. That's not <laughs> what I did in my pants. I did another thing in my pants with that show. <laughs> um, no, I, I just. I th- I think Dave Filoni brings a high floor yeah. to a Star Wars show. He, he won't make a bad thing. He's he Kevin Feige. Yeah. Like he, I, it's someone who's very passionate about it has, I love, there's an interview where he corrects George Lucas on something with Star Wars. <laughs> like he knows the depths of the lore of Star Wars mm-hmm. that like didn't exist. Like George Lucas didn't write the depths of the lore. Right. Basically Dave Filoni is now the author of Star Wars. I feel like it's more a Filoni property than a Lucas <laughs> property at this point. He is the walking Wikipedia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's the walking carpet yes get it yeah (laughs) (laughs) but i am uh so the announcements the news the three things three movies three movies they announced three movies first of all kathleen kennedy can you please leave uh (laughs) second of all the three movies (laughs) there's someone named kathleen kennedy that's running for like school board or something or school superintendent around here and so i see the oh really the yard signs occasionally (laughs) and i'm like bit of a odd career move there ms kennedy <laughs> uh so first of all ray we get a ray movie hooray great okay i the thing is i don't dislike any of the characters in the new trilogy yeah it's what the directors they're like it's what jj abrams basically did mm-hmm it's like it, it was the Kathleen Kennedy overarching thing. Like there was or there was a thereof. good chance of a good story with those three. I honestly think that Ray is a very interesting character. Yeah. That given the not being the like loose jello in a car crash of a character like she's just kind of like <laughs> that's kind of how i envision the insides of those shows it's just loose food inside of a car that just got t-boned uh, that's uh yeah okay because like before at the very beginning in force awakens those are some very solid characters that have some very promising character mm-hmm. arcs yeah then they get t-boned by the whiplash of last jedi and uh rise of skywalker mm-hmm. and they're just an absolute mess but it's not the fault of the rest of the of the food it's the fault of the wreck yeah and so like like i i that jello would have been so good yep. and i'm hoping that we get some jello with the ray <laughs> yeah no she she's a likable character on her own um I, she it, it's it is the fault of the movies and not the character that she never had as big a cultural following than mm-hmm. as say, you know, you know, Luke on Leia yeah. or even a Anakin, a, Obi-Wan. Anakin, Anakin Obi-Wan prequels yeah. guys. Yeah, no. And Daisy Ridley's a good actress. I'm not excited for this per se, but I'm cautiously optimistic awaiting new updates. Shall we say? <laughs> yep. I could see this going very well. Yeah. Uh, did they, did they say any announcements about like who's writing slash directing? 
Probably. I have all the world's information at my fingertips. World's fingertips at your information. That's not how that sentence is supposed to go. This is now a musical episode. <laughs> Sing everything. That would be fun. No. That would be fun. No. That would be fun. Is that, you're almost hitting atoms. That, that would, would be, be fun. That would be fun. That, that would, would be, be fun. fun. <laughs> uh yes directed by charmine uh, obaid chinoy yep who helped uh, miss marvel's episode four and five know nothing about them um will direct a script fr- by stephen knight of peaky blinders hmm. film oh follows the events of rise of skywalker and focus on ray as she builds a new jedi order attached to write damon lindelof for the ray movie uh the original screenwriters, oh, Damon Lindelof exited and the Justin project. Brett Gar- Gibson, left the project. Shit. Which Lindelof is very inconsistent, so... Mm. Yeah. Uh, all right, next one. Uh, James Mangold, Star, Star Wars movie. Uh, cool. Old man... Focusing on the first Jedi. Oh. Old man, young Jedi man. Oh, that's right. That's what it was. So basically, so Rey is New Republic. Mm-hmm. Um era then we're getting old republic era with the first jedi mm-hmm. and then we're getting dave filoni's tie-in movie of all of his shows like mandalorian ahsoka all those uh, for the republic okay show era movie okay so it's not gonna so and i knew that like going into this conversation that the three movies are detached from each other it's not mm-hmm. another trilogy thank god because we don't need another one of those that this soon <laughs> yeah Whatever happened to Ryan Johnson's movie? Um, I or don't. Trilogy. I don't think it officially died on the vine. I just think he's gotten wrapped out up with the knives out averse. Wrapped out with the knives up. <laughs> <laughs> knives up. <laughs> um. So first Jedi. That's gonna be really cool. I'm. I'm really interested to see how they implement the. So we've. Ta- I've talked extensively about the seven forms of lightsabers and how those were developed over time. And I've as, extensively told you that you are too big a nerd even for this podcast. Yeah. Uh, so basically all of the forms developed as they became necessary after a Jedi like was a dude. Uh, and so he doesn't have a form. And so I'm interested to see what happens and like how I don't know the story of that. The story exists. I know it does. Mm-hmm. I just don't know it. So I'm interested to see that. I, that'd be kind of cool. It'd be the first like old Republic thing on screen. Mm-hmm. There's the games and about it. And then there's all the comics and books and stuff about it. Yeah. But like first, uh, big screen soiree into the old Republic. Yeah. That'll be fun. It's not the right word, but I went with it. Sortie. Sortie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I pronounced that kind of badly, but sortie. Is that the word I should have been saying? Yep, instead oh. of soiree. Oh, all right. Uh, and then, yeah, the Dave Filoni thing. So, you haven't been watching The Mandalorian, the new season. Haven't seen the new season yet. They are setting up a lot of things. Okay. Uh, this season is very much to set up the big stuff that's coming. It's... Cool. I'll watch a 20-minute recap on YouTube. It'll be a good time. Did you ever watch the second season? Yeah. Okay. Second season's pretty good. I think you should watch The Mandalorian. No, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll get to yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, so it, there's like, I'll, I'll try to get to it and then I'll miss and click on Andor again. And you remember the, Andor. the, the fat X-Wing fighter? Yeah. So basically this season so far that I've caught up. I'm, it just I'm, centers I'm, on him. It's just his story. It's his story. Just playing uh, around. So I'm not fully caught up on the show yet, but we're through episode four, I think. Mm-hmm. And 
he's shown up, I think, in every episode, and it's basically like hit like his little plot thread is like something's going on in the outer rim. <laughs> Some there's something going on. I don't know what it is, but there's something going on, and it's basically just like this is like Thrawn's coming. That's what the, it is. The, well, well, it might be Thrawn because I don't actually know how all that plays out. But like one of the things that I just did not like about the beginning of the sequel pre- pre- uh, trilogy mm-hmm. is what the actual hell happened to the the New Republic. Like the Rebels did this thing, and then just the first order was a thing like they said they like formed on the outside but like that is such like a telling not showing and i've never they, liked that no, they they showed they showed the because all the all the government was on that one planet and then it got destroyed in the middle of First right Awakens. but like yeah no we we don't feel the astro politics of yeah that, but this is what mandalorian season three is ah okay. it, they do a whole lot of like showing the new republic politics of just like okay the awful way of handling mm-hmm. the political stuff uh they have people that they're like re-educating from the empire who are like oh. doing some things and okay like you get the um Giancarlo esposito What's his name? Character's name? Uh, Moff Gideon. Moff Gideon. How he kind of plays into it. Nice. Um, okay. Uh, halfway through, it's like it's the third episode is when he like escapes, uh, and so there's like shit going on, sweet. and then now we have Ahsoka, uh, who's like talking about Thrawn, but that's before. Oh, that's Thrawn is he originates three before, and four. but um, in the old canon now legends, uh kind of his main stuff was after the fall of the empire gotcha okay yeah. so he may be coming back so that may be what he is coming back we see the back of his head in ahsoka well but that's between three and four ahsoka set between three and four because if that picks up right after rebels that's between three and four because they have the characters from rebels right like ezra's on the thing like but if... also ahsoka's the same age as when she shows up in mandalorian season two she may be a little younger She's also an alien. She's an alien, so we don't. It's true. Ages are weird. I'm suspicious. I mean, why would they? How would they cast? Or how would they have Ezra and the other people that I don't know their names in that trailer, and it be after six? Because it doesn't take that long from. Four I guess to that's six. true. The original trilogy is like four years. Yeah. Which Luke does not look like. He goes from yeah. <laughs> nineteen to twenty-three. He goes nineteen to forty. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Hamill did not age well during that. <laughs> uh, Maybe it is after. Yeah. Huh. I mean, why else would she describe Thon- Thrawn as heir to the Empire? That's true. That's oh shit, you're that's a good point. Oh, damn. Okay. Ah, right again. Got me. I just I don't know anything about Star Wars. Yep. It's literally the rebels thing that I have no I, no understanding about. Like mm-hmm. that's one of the few things of the Star Wars like canon that I just like don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cuz like everything else is legends. Like all of the old republic stuff went yeah. to legends. So like at least I have a good grasp of canon. Right. Except for rebels. Literally rebels. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh so I'll have to watch that yep. very soon. That'll be my like lunch lunchtime show while yep. I'm working. Um can that be it? I think this has been like an hour and 15 minutes long. Yeah, I think I think, think that's it. Uh, I was just going to say real quick that... My mouth is aching for some wine. Uh, that's called alcoholism there, buddy. Yes, it is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what I was going to say is the, the Mario movie is apparently not great, but is It still also... smashed the video game movie record. <laughs> yeah. Low bar, but... Yeah, no, it's. Uh, I think it's 
crossed 500 million globally as of today. Um, Have you seen the post credit scene? No. It's kind of funny. It's the star being like, like kind of like, look at you. Like, imagine just waiting and not getting anything or like something like that. Like, it's just kind of like poking fun at people who waited to the very end. Okay. So the one that they did with the Captain America bit. Yeah. But I think this one is better because it's not amid an entire universe that does it Mm -hmm. reliably. It's just making comments about how everyone does it now. Yep. (laughs) Um. I do kind of want to go see Mario, though. I, well, not go see it. I want to. I want to see it when it comes to streaming. Yeah, I'd, I'd be interested to watch it for sure. Yep. Yep. All right. Anything else? I think that's it. Shall we? We shall. Thanks everyone for listening. You can find us on Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Podbean, and uh, wherever other fine podcasts what is are that sold. Radio? Yeah. Uh, we're on TikTok at Just Us Losers Pod. Check us out there. Check out the the the, the best bits that Gage is able to assemble from our general non-sensory checks out on we well i say check us out but there's nothing to check out but we technically do have a twitter and an instagram also at just us losers pod we have a facebook uh we do have a gmail just us losers pod at gmail.com which we do actively check and uh, respond to emails at least at this point once we get super famous thinking about the the three three thirty episode mark i think that's when we'll really hit our stride yeah. that's that's when we'll pick up the following <laughs> uh but uh yeah no uh just us losers pod at gmail.com i don't know what a useful thing to say would be something something bionicles mildly crashing at the moment so it's good this next episode's gonna be great yeah look forward to next week when preston talks about some stuff that he's been up to uh he mentioned rosario dawson so i'm assuming more daredevil that'd be probably a good thing wrap it up all right, that's probably everything. Thanks for listening. Bye. 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 Bye.